It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome into Hitting Hard with John Chuck. We're here on Locked On Sports Atlanta. Today on the show, everybody needs to step up to help Desmond. The old AJ is back, and Stetson is still one of the most important Bulldogs of all time. It's all next, Hitting Hard with John Chuck. Locked On Sports Atlanta. This is Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta. And it starts now. Hitting Hard is brought to you by Bet Online. We ask you to head over to youtube.com, put Locked On Sports Atlanta into that search browser. When you get there, hit that subscribe button to be a part of our ever growing community. We are also free and available to download on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Find us there and hit that subscribe button so you catch us every day. Roku and Amazon Fire, you can find us there as well. Check us out on those platforms. And of course, give me a follow on my personal Twitter page that would be at jmch316 well as we get ready to have desmond ritter play in his first ever nfl game first action that's the kind of crazy thing about this whole thing is it's not just his first start but this will be his first live action in a regular season game it's crazy to think about that we have not seen him play since the end of training camp uh, at preseason i should say this year so as we get ready for his first start and obviously a tough environment going down to New Orleans playing the Saints. Look, here's the reality. Everybody has to step up to help out Desmond Ritter. There's an old saying that says a rookie quarterback's best friend is a good running game. And we know the Falcons have that in spades, right? I think the Falcons have the fifth most rushing yards in the entirety of the NFL this year. We obviously know that that's what their identity is. And that's what their playing personality is. If I could steal from Bo Baca out there. Now, look, Mariota's a guy who gives you about 35 yards a game running the football mixed in. So it's not like that he's averaging 100 yards a game and you're drastically changing up anything that you do, right? I think Ritter can make up 35 yards a game. Not necessarily, maybe some design runs, but certainly if a throw isn't there, then you take off and go. But understand that the idea of what the Falcons offense is, is not going to change. So the idea that, okay, now we have Ritter in, Now we can change up the offense and throw it 35 times. That's not going to happen with this team. This team is a run-heavy, run-first. They're still the only team in the NFL that has the majority of their plays that are running the football. And that will stay with Desmond Ritter. So the good thing for Ritter is that the supporting cast that he has, starting with the running game, he's got an outstanding offensive line. They've played really well in the run game this year. Run it behind Lindstrom and McGarry. And you're going to have success. And all of these guys step up. Look, I know Drake London has been frustrated about lack of touches or targets or catches or whatever, things like that. But again, his workload isn't necessarily going to increase. But where you have to do is 
You have to help your quarterback. If he makes accurate throws, make sure you catch the football. Make sure if you're a wide receiver, if he does throw it more accurately. And obviously one of the problems with Marcus Mariota has been his accuracy all season. Okay, if Ritter is a more accurate quarterback and he'll make some bad throws, but make sure you catch the football. Make sure you run the football effectively. Make sure you block for him up front. Make sure defensively that you stop the run. Make sure defensively you get after the quarterback. Make sure your secondary covers their guys. This is not going to be Desmond Ritter puts the team on his shoulders and carries them across the finish line. This is his first action, his first start, his first game ever. And you need your guys around him to step up and help him out. And the good thing is, like I said, the Falcons have the running game that can really aid him. They're not going to ask Desmond Ritter to come in, drop back 35 times, huck it all over the field, and go try to win a shootout. They will keep their identity. They will keep their playing personality in all of this. Now he needs everybody to help out. You know, and, and I'm hoping that, to be honest with you, I was looking at playoff odds and things like that. Falcons are still sitting at, depending on what you believe, 5 to 9%. Even through all the action, I know Tampa lost. I know the Saints lost and all that or whatever. Okay, Falcons are still sitting at 5 to 9%. They'd have to run the table and still get help for all of it. You know, so that's a tall task to ask is run out 4-0, and this team hasn't shown that they're ready to go 4-0 against anybody. They don't look like they've been ready to go 4-0 against whether it's Georgia State, Cedar Grove High School, whatever. So, but help your quarterback out. This is where Patterson needs more touches. I've been complaining about this for the last few weeks. I don't understand why it's been 11, 14, 12 as far as his touches go. Give him more touches. Make Algier a bigger part of the game. If Ebicady is healthy, start Ebicady and let's get a guy who can go in and get after a quarterback immediately. Do some things to help your players out. Maybe give him a quick, easy throw to start with. Maybe make a very short, quick, easy throw. What do we joke about Mariota? Short, quick route, one read throw, right? That's everything that he does. Make it easy for him. Put a game plan in that's easy for him to manage. I'm not saying that he's a dumb quarterback, but you're talking about a guy who's literally never taken a snap in an NFL game. He hasn't even come in to take a kneel down or just to come in and play some junk time. This is his first action in the NFL. The great thing about Desmond Ritter is that the moment won't be too big for him. This kid's played in every major game. Outside of playing for a national championship, he's played in every major game. You can ask him. He's played Alabama. He's played the University of Georgia. He played in a national semifinal game. He's played for conference championships. He's done all of those things that you're going to He's played Ohio State in his career. He's played all top programs. Played at Notre Dame. He's been in Notre Dame Stadium and won there. He's played in a national semifinal college game. So the moment won't be too big for him. But you need everybody around him to help him out. I need them to have a, look, Lindstrom and McGarry graded out, I think is the two highest graded offensive players last week. Not last week, but the last time the Falcons played as their two highest graded players. I need that again. I need those guys to be outstanding again. I need Abikati to come in and make a play. I need everybody to help him around and not have to put too much pressure because that's the thing. You know, I think there's a lot of nuanced things about Desmond Ritter that I like. 
and things that I liked about what I saw him in preseason. But at this point, that's a lifetime ago. Preseason feels like it's, you know, like that was July 4th or something like that. And we're talking about Christmas. So everybody needs to step up. You need to help. This can't be a week where your defense flops. This can't be a week where your run game just gets bogged down in the muck and mire. This can't be a week where your wide receivers don't help your quarterback out. Falcons need to be on point. And this is certainly a winnable game. The Saints are by no means any great shakes or anything like that. They certainly are not, you know. But again, this game is always one crazy direction or the other, right? This is always one of those games where it doesn't matter what the records are, doesn't matter how these teams have played. It's always an intense rivalry. I still think it's one of the more underrated rivalries in the NFL. But you need everybody to step up and help Desmond Ritter. You can't ask this kid to go out there and bear the brunt of, you have to go out and win us a game. You got to go out and make all these plays. Falcons have to stick to their identity, stick to the things that they do best, and then get guys around him to step up and make a play. Maybe Ritter will go out and win this thing. Who knows? That'll be the great thing about it. But the Falcons have to stay true to what their identity is and what their formula has been that has at least gotten them wins on this season. All right, I want to talk about our friends over at Bet Online. Listen, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports wagering information. So listen, we're down to the home stretch here on the NFL, but the NBA is loaded up, rocking and rolling. NHL is cranked up and going, right? We got college bowl games galore coming up. I believe starting this weekend, college bowl games are cranking up. Everything is available to you at BetOnline.net. So it's really easy. Take the mobile device, head to BetOnline.net today. Check out all of the information that they have to make you a smarter sports wager. So podcast news, esports, scores, stats, everything's available to you there. Then once you get all of that information, then get in on the action. You think Georgia's, you know, right now they're a seven-point favorite over Ohio State. You think that's a good bet? Take it. Think the Falcons go down to New Orleans this weekend and win? Jump in on the action. Everything is available at your fingertips at betonline.net, betonline.net is where the action starts. So one piece of good news as the Falcons head down to New Orleans to take on the Saints is certainly their passing defense has been a little bit better these few weeks. Now, understand, I I, I completely understand the level of competition. But remember, a guy like Taylor Heineke last year threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns against Falcons last year. So One guy who has started to come back and step up has been A.J. Terrell. Over the last three weeks, this is from Pro Football Focus, over the last three weeks, A.J. Terrell has allowed nine yards. Let me repeat that. A.J. Terrell has allowed nine yards. Don't know if you can see this on the camera. Nine yards is all he's allowed. He's had four forced incompletions, and the quarterback rating that he's allowed, passer rating, is 39 And if you look at the Falcons over the last three weeks, tying into that, quarterbacks have only completed 61.1% of their passes, averaging 154 yards, and have thrown four touchdowns to two interceptions. In fact, the Falcons defense has not given up a 200-yard passing game since Justin Herbert went for 245 back on November 6th. So the Falcons have gone a month plus, a month and a week 
of not allowing a 200-yard passer. I don't think that's going to change come this week for the Atlanta Falcons either. And it's good to see A.J. Terrell getting back to some of that old form that we saw last year, right? Remember, Terrell came out as the second highest graded corner in the NFL last year on Pro Football Focus. Good to see him. And look, fully admit, transparency, he had plenty of struggles early in the year. Even with Casey Hayward there, he had plenty of struggles early in the year. Teams were not necessarily afraid to throw at him. And certainly the pass defense has been one of the big bugaboos. Obviously, Terrell missed time. Hayward's been out for most of the year. This passing defense has not been very good. Still don't sack the quarterback enough, so it allows guys to stand back there and be able to huck it around. And that's been, you know, we've talked all year about the fact that this has been one of the worst pass defenses. This has been a group that has not been able to stop anybody, can't get off the field on third down. But at least that there are some encouraging signs about the fact that A.J. Terrell in this pass defense has been better over the last few weeks. And certainly Terrell has stepped his game up and coming back into number one corner form. And look, we talk about what's left for the for the Falcons the rest of the way, okay? Baltimore, obviously not a huge pass-heavy team, but you still have the Arizona Cardinals. You still have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You still have teams. Look, it's the NFL. Guys want to throw it around. Not everybody's like the Falcons. We talked about Falcons are the only team in the NFL that has a majority of run plays. They run it more than they throw it. Nobody else in the NFL does that. Most teams do go out, no matter what your quarterback is, even if it's Lamar Jackson or what have you, they still go back and drop back and throw it 25, 30 times. And teams have not been afraid to throw it against the Atlanta Falcons. And they've accumulated a crap ton of yards, a high quarterback rating, a high quarter, a high completion percentage, and plenty of touchdowns. So if there is good news, and we've talked about that, I still think the defense is better year over year. It's been hard through the middle of the season to kind of figure out what the Falcons' pass defense has been because they got picked apart. They did play some outstanding quarterbacks, and they were injured. You didn't have Terrell. You didn't have Casey Hayward. You're playing with, you know, what, what's the guy's name? Armstrong, Cornell Armstrong and guys like that, and Darren Hall, with, with all due respect. I mean, you know, Darren Hall is a nice guy if he's your fourth or fifth corner. He's not a great player if you have to make him your number one or number two corner. But we just talked about the idea of who's going to help Desmond Ritter out. Somebody's got to step up and help him out. Somebody has to step up around him. Maybe that's A.J. Terrell. Because, again, Terrell has been terrific these last three weeks. And if you've watched him, he has looked more like the old A.J. Terrell that we expected out of it. So for a team that certainly has not been able to figure out a lot of things in the past defense, there is at least a bright spot that A.J. Terrell is coming back to form. And I think we've seen steps up from Richie Grant, from Jalen Hawkins. So, look, you want to help Desmond Ritter out? You want to help your rookie quarterback out? Okay, now's a perfect time for A.J. Terrell to be playing back at first-team All-NFL kind of caliber level. Good for him the last three weeks that he's figured some things out and he's been able to get it cranked up and going as the Falcons in their last four games have not allowed a quarterback to throw it for 200 yards. Again, they haven't allowed a, a, a quarterback for 200 yards since Justin Herbert back in early part of, of uh, November. So let's see what happens this weekend. But certainly it does look like that A.J. Terrell, at least from that standpoint, at least you feel good about the direction he's headed and how much better he's played these last few weeks 
from even the first few weeks of the season. I want to talk about uh, our friends over at Locked On Sports Today. Listen, we appreciate you making Hitting Hard with John Trucker your first listen, but make sure you make Locked On Sports Today that second listen. It's the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Of course, they are available on Odyssey, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast from. Make sure that after you finish up here, check those guys out as well. Well, we saw the Heisman ceremony over the weekend, right? No shock at all that Caleb Williams uh, came in first. And I was a little bit surprised that, that uh, Max Dugan finished ahead of C.J. Stroud, but no real big deal, second, third. And then, of course, Stetson Bennett finished fourth. And I know people were aggravated and upset and, oh, how can Stetson be there and, and this and the other. And, and without getting into all of that fold or all and everything like that, look, I don't have any issue with Stetson Bennett being up there, Okay. He's the quarterback for the defending national champs and still 13-0 Georgia Bulldogs. He's got nothing to apologize for for being up there. But I started thinking about this, and and, and let me say it like this, okay? And, And make sure you listen. Don't hear what I'm about to say. Listen to what I'm about to say. Stetson Bennett is one of the five most important players in University of Georgia, Georgia Bulldog history. Now, let me repeat that because a lot of you are going to say, oh, he's not the best because you're going to completely misrepresent and not listen to what I say. He's one of the five most important players that the University of Georgia and the Bulldog football program has ever had. Now, full disclosure, okay? I am 51, so I ain't some young cat. I ain't some dopey millennial that just got off the turnip truck. Okay, but I also did not watch Fran Tarkenton. I don't I know something about the history of Charlie Trippy, but I wasn't alive during the Second World War to tell you all the things about Charlie Trippy. So if you need to condense it to my lifetime, he's one of the most important players ever. I didn't say he's the best. I don't say he's one of the best. You know, we always got in this argument about the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Julio Jones may have been the best player for the Falcons, but Matt Ryan is the most important player in Falcons history. There are guys that are better than Matt Ryan, Julio or Deion Sanders, but Matt is the most important because he changed the trajectory of what the Falcons were. That's Stetson Bennett. Now, I think the most important player in Georgia history is Herschel Walker. I don't think there's a lot of debate about that. Nobody meant more to the University of Georgia. Nobody is still more identified at the University of Georgia. And nobody brought the kind of success to the University of Georgia the way that Herschel did. And you talk about everything around Herschel. Yes, he had a really nice defense. And he had Buck Blue going one for 12 for seven yards and still winning the national championship. So I don't think in my lifetime, nobody's more important than Herschel. But then you get into... Who's the next guys that have helped transform the program? I think David Pollack is up there, but I don't think that there are guys, I don't think there are three or four guys that you can list ahead of Stetson. Doesn't mean he's the best quarterback. I know Aaron Murray's talked about if they win the national championship, but the fact that you're looking at a guy who's leading Georgia into a playoff and has a real, real, real chance of being a two-time national championship quarterback He is one of the most important players in this program's history. And Georgia's had a lot of good quarterbacks. David Green was the winningest quarterback in college football history when he left. Aaron Murray's one of the great quarterbacks in SEC history. Eric Zier, when he left Georgia, 
had the most yards and everything, one of the most prolific – still to this day, he's one of the most prolific passing quarterbacks in the history of the SEC. Matt Stafford was the number one overall pick. But when you start to talk about the importance to the University of Georgia and the direction of their program, Stetson deserves a lot of credit for that. And I think that's part of what you saw of why he was in New York. Again, there's nothing in the description of the Heisman that tells you that the Heisman is supposed to be given to the best college football player in America. That's what the Maxwell Award is for. Check it out. They have something called the Maxwell Award. That's for the best player in college football. Oh, yeah. They also have something that they hand out called the Davey O'Brien Trophy. That's for the best quarterback in the country. So there are multiple awards you can win that if you're a quarterback, to be recognized as the best quarterback or the best player or whatever. The Heisman doesn't necessarily mean that you're the best player. And I think that's part of a, a lot of times it works itself out to be that way. But again, people will argue the Charles Woodson and the Peyton Manning situation. I thought Charles Woodson deserved it all day long. I don't care if he was a defensive player. He was the most important player in college football that year and helped get Michigan to the national championship. So when we look at back at what Stetson's legacy is, I don't know, you, you can argue if he's the best quarterback or this, any other yards or touchdowns or all those meaningless things, whatever. Here's what I know, though. Stetson Bennett's won a national championship, turned around and has helped lead Georgia to another 13-0 season. They're 27-1 and these last couple of years. And I know Stetson didn't start last year. JT Daniels was the starter and all that kind of stuff. But where this program is, has a lot of influence because of Stetson Bennett. There's a lot of influence on this program and where they're at because of his importance. And I don't think you can diminish that. That's why I didn't understand all the angst and everything about, oh, he's up with the Heisman. He didn't have this and didn't have that. Okay, if the Heisman is just a stats award, then change up the charter. Change up the description. There is a descriptor for what the Heisman is. Change it up. Just say whoever leads the country in passing yards and passing touchdowns is going to win the Heisman. Because I thought that's what the Davey O'Brien trophy was, is who's the best quarterback. The Maxwell Award winner is given to the best college football player in America. I think the Heisman represents more than that because it's the most well-known award given out in college, uh, college athletics. There is something, I think, bigger and beyond. So again, listen to the words that I say. Stetson is one of the five most important Georgia Bulldogs in program history. There aren't four guys above Stetson Bennett for what this program means. And if he wins a national title, I'll probably tell you, I'll probably come on this little podcast thing here on this screen and tell you that next to Herschel, he's the most important Georgia Bulldog I've seen in my lifetime. And guess what? Georgia's right in line to find themselves winning another national championship. You can tell me about his stats and tell me about all the things he can't do. But what I do know is that guy wins. And since he's taken over as the starting quarterback for this program, whatever that magic formula is, there is something about winning. And at the end of the day, that's the only way they measure your college football program. You either win the national championship or you're a what if kind of program. Stetson's taken this program over the hump that we've been waiting for for the first time since Herschel Walker. 
All right, we thank you so much for making Hitting Hard with John Trucker your first listen every day. Make sure you make Locked On Sports today your second listen. Biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's available on Odyssey, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast from. Don't forget, head over to YouTube.com, put Locked On Sports Landing into your search browser. We're over 5,000 subscribers. We want you to be a part of that community. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Leave us a comment there. We are free and available to download on all of your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify and Odyssey. Not only check us out there, but hit the subscribe button. Follow us there as well. Leave us a five-star review. Roku and Amazon Fire. Yes, we're available on those platforms as well. So check us out there and then give me a follow at JMCH316 on Twitter. Back with you tomorrow. This has been Hitting Hard with John Chuckery, Locked on Sports Atlanta. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.